0: to the third episode of the Monday Music Minute. I'm your host Wes Mullenberg, and I'm joined for the second honored time by Mr. Caleb Davis. Hello. Today we have a very specific yeah, very specific topic. We're going to talk about the new Jonas Brothers album Chasing? Happiness begins.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Chasing happiness is the name of the documentary. Yeah, they released. I definitely got that confused. And Whoops. the only
0: way I would have remembered that is because I have the album open on my phone right now. Cool. Well, hey, good job. Which is rare for me. I usually Maybe I should not pull prepared. it up too. <laughs> yeah, that might that might be good. That way we can both be a little bit more informed. Yeah. Give. I don't. There's no real reason why we want to talk about this. I mean, it's, it's just. It's a. Album by a recognizable artist. Yeah, pretty and, popular. Well,
1: another thing, they haven't come out with a full length record for almost ten. I think years. ten years. Yeah, and not so, counting like solo stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of a big thing, like as far as uh popular culture <laughs> as far goes. as teen teeny bop yeah. popular culture. But I mean, like the the songs on the album, the most played one already almost has four hundred million plays. Well, it, it on hit number Spotify.
0: one like on the Billboard Hot one hundred. Yeah. it's their highest charting so single. So it's, it's it's pretty big. I mean. I think it's still in the top ten, which is why yeah. it's still pretty big. Yeah.
1: So we're going to um, talk about it.
0: But neither of us are long-term fans. No, we're not still really. going to talk about it um, with all of the information that we don't have.
1: <laughs> I remember uh, every once in a while I would go to my grandmother's house with mm-hmm. my family on vacation or as something. As you do. Um, and she had cable but our family didn't so mm-hmm. we would watch a lot of Disney Channel yeah. and like oh. Nickelodeon when we were up there and so every once in a while we'd hear some new Jonas Brothers songs new pop and Joe bro single only really remember hearing like the really big singles like year 3000 Same. SOS yeah Burn the only w- we just
0: listened to those three yeah. specific songs before <laughs> recording and the only one I personally recognized was I recognized the riff from SOS yeah because that's got a that's that's a good riff. I, I I enjoyed that much about the song, even though we didn't finish listening to the entire thing. That's okay. We that listened to it was a cursory
1: it, briefing. Yeah, it
0: wasn't a deep listen where we want to offer like insightful uh, criticism, <laughs> which is why we're talking about it on a podcast.
1: Yeah. yeah. So let's let's just start with some initial thoughts. What did you think about the album? Listening through it,
0: the way I described it is um is, it's pretty much an album that serves almost better as Nyquil than an album, <laughs> for the most part. Because it, it puts just, you to sleep. It puts me to sleep. That's I didn't. Funny. I didn't actually fall asleep at the desk yeah. or when I was listening to it, which is fortunate. But that's because I was forcing myself to stay awake. Yeah. Because yeah. either I was in public or needed to listen to it um, for yeah. the, the sake of the podcast. It's. It was very uninteresting. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was not bad by any means. It was just inoffensive.
1: Yeah, I think I would agree. It's it, it's not an awful album. I didn't hate any of it. No. But I think it's just it's really just not anything special. And obviously, it's going to be more special to the people who have been Jonas Brothers fans yeah. for the past ten plus years, who mm. all of a sudden they come back and release a fun pop album. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's again, it's it's fun. It's very, yeah, I, it's, it's, just it's, it's fun. It's like remarkable.
0: No, it's not remarkable. It's something you might put on in the car if you have, like, a group of people yeah. whose t- tastes might vary a little bit Yeah, across the board. And it's like, okay, this is all inoffensive. This is all pretty straightforward. We can yeah. get behind this as far as, like, a quick 20-minute pop like yeah, down, I mean, and down and back again or something. Even
1: <laughs> while it is pop, I think they kind of, they do... Uh, a little bit kind of explore some different like sub genres within pop because there's of, a, a couple like yeah. reggae informed songs yeah. i think it's the third song only human, only human is just
0: a bad maroon five song <laughs> it's a ripoff of i think don't want to know that's so no not, um oh, oh, one more night i think from their yeah. not like one of their older albums it's literally just like it sounds like exactly the same song yeah. i had deja vu and i was like did i Hit shuffle And it just went to Pop radio or something From like 2011 Or 2015 I don't know year. <laughs> that's funny It was Yeah that was I feel like there's Enough songs Especially within like Kind of our EDM leaning Sure Things Excuse me
1: That that is pop Yeah It's like the, Oh well yeah It's still definitely it's The still, overarching genre Is pop But yes. it definitely Has that reggae influence It's definitely
0: in it. reggae influence And that's like A little bit of variation Which is Yeah Nice And uh, something that I read and kind of realized upon hearing their older stuff, their older big singles, yeah, they were much more pop rock. Where yes. I think yeah. at least two of them played guitar and they were mm-hmm. actually like a band yeah. and they all played their instruments. And I'm sure that they they do on this album. I'm sure because there's like some like natural instrumentations, yeah. live instruments, but. There's way more of it. There's, like, no really hooky guitar riffs that stood out to me. Yeah. There was, like, some
1: playing. and There were a couple points on the album yeah. where there's kind of a nice little riff. Yeah. Uh, kind of, but it's even then, it's even still more in the background. Yeah. Um, and, and really more of the kind of synthy stuff yeah, takes I think, the forefront of I think the whole I uh, think
0: Sucker, which is, like, the lead single. Yeah. It's the first track. It's the chart-topping hit. Yes, Kind of had, overall, the most live instrumentation. Yeah it's still like it had like that little synth riff kind of beneath like the pre-chorus like the yeah and that that moment stood out to me a little bit and sucker's probably one of the best songs on the album yeah but also
1: the most one of the most fun songs it's one of the most fun for sure
0: and maybe i'm just saying that because it's the one i've heard the most since it's been out the longest it's been in the most places like on the radio yeah. in the probably in like a Walgreens or something. Just it's this album is Walgreens music. It's like the stuff you hear in the background <laughs> when you're trying to get like your, your, your um, prescription filled or something. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's fun. Um, I think that's enough kind of mediocre to negative talk. So let's yeah. share our favorite moments. Sure. Um, yeah. My two favorite songs and the only songs that I would, I would say that I liked, like sure. actively experienced emotion towards, where i'm happy when i'm sad yeah which is was kind of caught it kind of caught me off guard because it's i believe it's towards the second half of the album yep. and up until that point it was just i was like this is it gonna be like this for the full 45 minutes i'm so bored but then this song comes in with a really good chorus it's such a fun chorus i like was playing it in the car earlier and did, like, you sing along a little bit. yeah even the other songs that had like catchy choruses I, I felt no urge to emote to to sing along to this one however was a little different yeah the lyrics are kind of generic and they the way i described it to caleb earlier was um it's like a mannequin is frowning it's like okay you're a you're a mannequin so there's no emotion <laughs> actually there but you're frowning so like i can tell there's like someone
1: you can still you can interpret still interpret emotion interpret emotion coming from it so it's like happy when yeah. i'm
0: sad it's a kind of a tr- familiar trope in pop music. Yeah. And I,
1: I would agree. I think that's also one of my favorite tracks off of the album. Yeah. Um, but I, because I really enjoy the, the concept of juxtaposing two Mm -hmm. radically different ideas next to each other of like a really happy beat with the idea of the person actually being really sad yeah for me though i think it just falls a little bit flat because i know lots of other songs that accomplish that concept better better than this one does very true and i think a lot of that is mostly kind of just lyrically that's one of the reasons why i didn't love this album there's no subtlety super enjoy it it's it's for the most part very simple lyrically, yeah. which There's isn't like, bad or wrong. No. It's just not my cup of tea. There's
0: some like metaphors, but they're always like very generic, kind of broad metaphors. Yeah, and like they as a concept for a song. Another song that I kind of like to tie into the metaphor thing was a. Uh, I sort of half liked it. it. Was a roller coaster, and that w- they had like one of the better like instrumentals. Yeah. It was one of the catchier beats to the album, even if the lyrics are just kind of like.
1: Ugh. <laughs> come on
0: because it's all about how like their lives leading up to this point have been like a roller coaster it's like yeah. yeah that's like the first metaphor that like you learn in fifth grade poetry yeah come on oh you're gonna make lots of money off this more than i ever will cool i'm not bitter
1: <laughs> Hooray. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah i have one other favorite song but i'll let you share your second um,
1: I I think we're gonna kind of say, say the one of the one. same thing, but how, so I'm gonna go with a different one, another okay. one that I did enjoy more so than the others. Um, trust, because I think uh-huh. the chorus has ta- the chorus has a fun. Like uh, melody to it, yeah. Or like the the quick switch back and forth with the in the chorus. That's that one that they
0: have utterly blew over my head, and I don't remember nothing about. That's perfect. So fine. I will take your word for it. I trust your taste. Again,
1: it's, it's <laughs> nothing super special, like especially lyrically. But like mm-hmm. the chorus itself is it's it's pretty fun. That's all you can really I ask myself for. Kind of nodding to it.
0: That's all you can really ask for for an album like this. You can yep. ask for like some catchy choruses, some fun instrumentals. You're not a, Yeah. I don't I don't think either of us went into this expecting like some sort of life changing, no, thought provoking really. experience where there's like wow, this is gonna be like one of our top twenty favorite albums of all time or like <laughs> no. favorite pop album of twenty nineteen. No. But so just yeah. cl- for the more for the listener's sake, we didn't come in like with our like pipe and our like copy of Great Expectations, like hey, yeah. let's dive into the Jonas Brothers album, this profound artment like art statement. Artment, wow. But um yeah, we didn't yeah. have like obscenely high expectations for this. For me,
1: it was more kind of, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Because it's, it's a a thing that's big within the yeah. world of popular music that the, this group has gotten back together mm-hmm. and did something after like almost 10 years. Yeah. Which so it's like, like, okay, sure, why not? I'm, I'm happy for them. Because they yeah. seem like they're
0: having a good time.
1: <laughs> I hope uh, so. That's the yeah. happiness begins. I, I sure. What hope have they been doing for the past twenty five years of their lives? Just <laughs> moping.
0: Just I sure hope not. That sounds
1: really bad. So <laughs> let, why don't you go ahead and I'll talk share. about your other favorite track yeah. from it, and then I'll share my second on or my
0: third, I guess, second and a half, because I, I only like half enjoyed roller coaster. Yeah, I really enjoyed hesitate. I thought mm-hmm. that kind of overcame the whole mannequin emotion symptom that yeah. a lot of the songs on the album had where it's like okay i actually feel a little bit for this like the they're the uh, the vocalist whichever brother it was i think either nick or joe the, the two that sing i think
1: them. it was joe on that song yeah because nick
0: kind of sure. has like the more like falsetto kind of like r&b yeah. delivery in, and then joe is the one that isn't nick and then kevin's just there <laughs> i don't know kevin i don't know anything about him but i just shout out to kevin he's the ringo of the jonas brothers thanks kevin shout out to kevin ringo um but hesitate had one of the, a really good chorus as well yeah it kind of like had some good momentum behind it and that support it brought the emotion the sentiment of the song to the forefront it's like okay this I, it's like a actually feel something it's like coming at you and you yeah. can like feel like the wave of emotion washing over washing over you and you're like oh hey yeah there actually like there was some inspiration going into the song like yeah. i don't know how involved the brothers were with the songwriting of the composition I, across the board. I'm sure they were involved yeah. with all the songs, but... So
1: I looked they, into that a little okay. bit, at least. Care I mean, to share? I, when I was listening on iTunes, they show you like mm-hmm. who gets credit for writing the songs. Yeah. And I think... More people should do that. At least one of them was given credit on just about every song, I believe. And mm-hmm. there were other producers that were on every yeah. track as well. I don't, I don't remember there being a track that was just any of the brothers or a combination of the three of them. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, there were like two or three producers that Mm -hmm. worked with them through kind of the whole album. Chicken's done. It sure is. (laughs) Uh, I'll grab it in just a second. But yeah, so they were involved in some degree in just about every song. They they worked with some of
0: like the, worked with some of the, like the best known like Swedish super producers. Like I think shellback was one that I specifically remember seeing the name of Um, that contributed as just like a produ- producer i don't know if like max martin got involved because this sounds like this is like his cup of tea it seems like kind of guitar poppy um instrumentals like that sort of thing like what he did with like taylor swift and with a lot of other similar artists like it seems like something he would work with and maybe even dr luke who i'm pr- uh, i don't know if he was convicted but he's pretty sure he's a serial abuser, so he sucks and oh, no one should work with him. Cool. But it sounds like something that he he would have contributed. Nice. It sounds like like instrumentally it sounds like what he did with Kesha mm-hmm. while he was actively abusing her oh, back I in like two thousand nine. Cool. So um uh, Dr. Luke sucks and if you know him, kick him. Um don't think anyone that'll hear this knows him. But yeah.
1: anyways um <laughs> Yeah, so why don't we go ahead and wrap up conversation on happiness begins very, with kind of, of a what would you give it out of ten stars oh, if you had I, to hate, rate it.
0: I actively hate giving things and numbers it's okay but it'll be arbitrary yeah. no i i still will if only for the sake of controversy but um, if it's music I cared about, I would not give it a ranking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would probably give it like a six. Sure. Okay. Because cool. that implies like it was it wasn't bad. Like four yeah. and below would be bad in my mind. Yeah, that's kind of how and I do it too. It wasn't like completely terrible. Like if it, I didn't, none of the songs stood out to me. Then it'd be like yeah. a perfect five. But there were a couple moments where I'm like, uh, this is nice. Sure. This is this is good. So I'll, I'll give it a six out of ten.
1: Yeah, because I I would say I'd probably give it like a five or five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of the same reasons that yeah. that uh, we've already talked about it, mm-hmm. so but yeah, it's it is not a bad album, particularly for people who are already Jonas. If Brothers you've been fans. a fan
0: of the Jonas Brothers for back when they were on TV, back when Camp Rock yeah. came out and whatnot, chances are you don't need our stamp of approval. You've already been listening to the album constantly. Yeah. Listen to You to probably you're b- already bought tickets to their upcoming tour. Knock yourselves hey, out. Knock yourselves out. Yeah, we support you and your love of this band, who we are aggressively indifferent towards. <laughs>
1: Okay, so uh, we'll finish up conversation there. Uh, Yeah. And I think we each have a song to share um, as a suggestion for our listeners to listen to.
0: Yes. Uh, We didn't do this last week because I just simply forgot. That's okay. But this is
1: going to be a part
0: of the show, ideally, every week where we, me, where I and the guest share just uh, one or two songs that we've been enjoying that we kind of want to give a little spotlight to
1: um i'll let you go first caleb cool so my song is by a band called Vo. that's v e a u x um they they actually used to be a different band and then they wanted to make a different style of music than the stuff that they were making so they broke up that band and formed this one same members same members same guys um but they just they felt that the the type of music, they wanted to go yeah. a lot poppier. Yeah. So they're, they're they can
0: still just change the name, but I don't mean that, yeah. maybe it was just the way you phrased it where like you didn't have to break up and get back together with zero lineup change. That just seems like a, yeah are being dramatic. It's just like, we're changing our name. You can do that. Like, yeah. There are plenty of bands that have done that for one reason or another.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, when I say break up, I just mean that they stopped making music as the first band. Okay. Not they, not that the they phrasing kind of caught with me, but I, because yes. they they immediately went from that band to mm-hmm. vo, okay. what they are. I now. see what you're saying. But so they're they're kind of indie pop, um, and this is pop that I enjoy a little bit more than the stuff on the Jonas <laughs> Brothers album. Um, but and and even so, this isn't my favorite indie pop group. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just released a new song on June 21st of this year oh. called heart right. it's pretty fun um it's got some fun guitar on it as well as some kind of cool synthy bass stuff on it as well nice. so feel free to give this a listen again that's heart right by voe
0: v-e-a-u-x yes yeah there was an x hi jeff um i'll do my song i'm gonna stick with local music because that's i feel like something i can do it'll do the most by recommending it sure yeah. um this one is a little bit older. It came out in March, I think. But um, I recently saw this band live for the first time on Sunday um, as part of another band's release EP release show, who I probably should also shout out at some point. Um, but this is the band Why Not. They're a Minneapolis trio of, I think they're all like 18. They They're all they all have the little X's on their hand, which means that they're children when we're at the gigs. So I'm like, ah, you children. Cool. Um, I could narc on you if I wanted, because I know things. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that, though. They're kind of math rock ish Um, a little noisier looks more experimental but just pretty much in the realm of rock they don't limit themselves like they pinball around awesome especially on the song i'm going to shout out which is ready for the number four of the world it's the first track and lead single from their ep that they released in march called ep it's very clever clever name that sarcasm is terrible um and they recently did a video for it but um it goes through the gauntlet. It does like three different portions. Like it starts out with like a pretty straightforward groove. Then it goes into like a weird, like almost ska portion. Oh boy. The vocal, the lead singer, Henry Breen, pick it up, doing like a weird falsetto thing. That sounds like the future thing from King's dead off the black Panther soundtrack. It's like he, where he just goes in like some weird falsetto out of nowhere. And it's kind of (laughs) weird, but it works. And you're like, Oh, okay. Um, and then it ends with like, this huge noisy, like kind of doom metal y breakdown with like Whoa. the Henry's screaming the s- title of the song and it gets like really chaotic and noisy and I that's I love that. Um and awesome. it was even better live. So they're playing a lot of gigs around the cities. Um I think they're gonna be releasing some new stuff. They have a couple new songs that they have not recorded but they played live. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for new stuff from the band Why Not. If not, uh, Otherwise, check out their uh, their EP from March and their back catalog. They're uh, stupidly talented high schoolers, and they're (laughs) really, really fun.
1: Nice. Very cool. So
0: I think that's going to wrap up our episode. Um, Thank you to Caleb for joining me for the second time, and for sure not the last time. (laughs) It'll (laughs) probably mostly be us, to be quite honest, but I'm very okay with that. Uh, This has been the third episode of the Monday Music Minute. Treat yourself to lots of great music, and get out of my house.